0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things pro wrestling. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here going to be talking about all pro wrestling tonight. Going to be talking about Raw, NXT, AEW, Fighter Fest Night 1, SmackDown last night, and then we're going to predict AEW Fighter Fest Night 2 and going to predict Money in the Bank which is tomorrow. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday night, baby. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, oh boy. What a event we have for you guys tomorrow, right? But what a podcast I have for you guys tonight. I started seeing a little bit, um, you know, before we get, you know, all the shows and whatever. Um, I was so this morning I finished watching Loki. Woke up like at eight in the morning. MJ had woken up at that time. Um, I'm gonna go get him a turtle, uh, a red ear turtle. Wednesday we went yesterday to get them a turtle they didn't have them, uh but they said they come in Wednesday, so we'll see um but um talking about you know the whole situation with uh with uh, the well loki i so i seen loki uh, amazing it's an amazing show seen loki i seen uh what's the uh What's the other ones? Um, Wandavision is that the is that what it's called? Uh, Wandavision. Um, I know I've seen. Yes, Wandavision. I've seen that one. Um, cause I only had I only had like one more episode to go, for for that, for me to finish that series, and I never even realized it. And I st- so I, I finished that one, and then I seen, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, tremendous. That's probably my favorite one out of both. Uh, and then I finished Low-Key this morning. Um, out of all three television series, I would have to say, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier are my favorite. That's my favorite out of those three. Um, then I'd have to say Wandavision. Then Low-Key is my last. Um. I start I started seeing a little bit of the Black Widow the movie um but uh my son wanted to see Mickey Mouse so I'm probably going to have to see that sometime at night so hopefully either the sports either the sports podcast or the rest or the wrestling podcast next week um I should be done with that I know Space Jam came out I'm going to see that um just been watching a lot of like uh tv you know i know a lot of marvel movies are gonna start coming out if not marvel just like regular superhero movies like the new spider-man should be coming out very soon and stuff so i'm like catching a ball all on these television series for when that time comes um like um like when you have when you have um uh you got Venom coming out. Venom comes out I think October or September. They they you know I, I, I uh last one was it? I think it was last weekend I wa- I watched the movie again. I mean, I'm a big Venom fan, so I lo- I love the movie. Um so and then they're going to be taking out another one, so I'm super excited for that. <laughs> um but yeah. Let's uh let's talk about the week of pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't know if I told you guys, but uh, I think I did for the bonus pod. Me and my wife are thinking about going to uh, Extreme Rules. We'll be in Columbus, Ohio. I'm from Ohio, but it's like two two and a half hours away from here, from <clears throat> from where I live. And um, they said uh, their Extreme Rules is gonna be here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, I think like September 20-something, I, I want to say the 24th, but you know, I don't want to say something and then that's not true, um, September 26th, there you go, yeah, they're going to be at Columbus, Ohio, um, so we we actually, we we have been thinking about going, going to a show. We've been thinking about it because we were going to go to the one in Cleveland or Pittsburgh, but the money wasn't right. You know, getting a new job and everything, just, you know, um, then having to move back into my in-laws house just to save up money to get a house. Um, so I got all that going on people. And then, um, so yeah, I got, I got all that going on and I'm just, you know, dealing, dealing with things day by day and, I was just like, you know what, right now ain't the best moment to go. Then AEW is gonna come is gonna come in August, August eleventh or tenth. They're gonna be in Pittsburgh. Well we won't be able to go to that one. So now we're pushing. We're gonna see if we'll be able to go to the one September twenty sixth, Extreme Rules. Um you know, because I wanna take her to one of WWE, then I wanna take her to one of AEW. That's what I wanna do. Um I think she'll enjoy both shows. But since AEW wasn't around when she met me, me and her been together for five years, y'all. And um, since when she met me, I was all about WWE and nothing else. She knows everybody in there, so she might like she might enjoy WWE a little bit more, especially Roman Reigns, obviously. <laughs> so uh yeah, we're 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 thinking of doing something. We're thinking of doing something. I I definitely told her, hey, I, yeah, we gotta. We got to go, you know? Um, so, that's the plan, people. That's the plan. All right? Um, but, man, it was a busy week of pro wrestling. An amazing... Man, SmackDown was amazing last night. Not just the show. The show was good, not great. But the fans just took over. Oh, my goodness. I forgot how it felt to hear a live crowd. You know, yeah, you hear it in NXT. Yeah, you hear it in... in uh AEW, but you know, this is WWE, you know, you got people like Roman Reigns, you got people like Edge, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, you got all these guys, so you're, so, and that's why, like, we're in our, we had just found out, we couldn't get a turtle for my son, we wanted to surprise him, but we'll get it Wednesday, and, um, we're just coming back, and I see it's like 803. I'm like, man, I'll just wait till I get home. I'll start it from i I'll start from the beginning to the end. And I'm just like and then I I go on social media and I see I see this uh it was like this, you know, Vince McMahon coming out and I'm like and then they say they show like a video of the fans and everything and I'm just like I gotta see this. So I I, I go on Hulu because I have Hulu Live I go on Hulu Live, I put it, and I'm like, damn. But then I'm like, you know what? You know, I just seen half of the um, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Edge and the Mysterios. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm taking this off. I watch it at home. I watch it on the flat screen TV. So uh, I get home. I'm like, Dave, when we get home, I right, we got to watch this. So I get home, and man, it was rocking. It was rocking, people. It was... It was It was amazing, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to hear the live crowd. Especially when Edge's song came out. You think you know me? On this day, I see clearly, you know, and it was it was truly amazing, people. It was amazing. Oh my goodness. And then, you know, NXT had a pretty good show. My goodness, we have to talk about NXT and AEW Fighter Fest Night 1 was rocking. Then you had Monday Night Raw. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. You know, I, I know I kind of spoiled the SmackDown part with Edge or whatever. But just something I had to get off my chest because um, I can't stop thinking about. I can't stop thinking about that that crowd reaction from Edge. That was like, it was like the Royal Rumble when he made his return, um, but better, but better, way better. So we're going to get into all that. We're going to talk about that. But first off, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Uh, Topping on Monday Night Raw, Xavier was defeated. Bobby Lashley. Not going to lie, it was a pretty good match, pretty technique good pro wrestling match. Um I kind of figured Xavier Woods was going to win though cuz you know this Sunday is the money in the bank and you know if the champion loses on on Raw that means that the uh, <laughs> that means that the champion will successfully retain the championship at Money in the Bank. So um but yeah, it was it was good. I like the story. I like the story we we're getting from a new day and, and Bobby Lashley. I like the story we're getting from. It, it's really enjoyable, really fun, and uh, I mean, there's a lot to dive into well, you know talking about this stuff. And we'll get more into it um as we as the show continues, cause uh, I see something happening that uh could could be crazy, could be crazy people. So we're gonna get into all that. Um, so, the sword that uh, Jinder Mahal has stolen was a replica, as Drew McIntyre has said, as he reveals he has the real one, and then, uh, Drew McIntyre destroyed Jinder Mahal's motorcycle, he destroyed Jinder Mahal's motorcycle, uh, yeah, um, it looks like, you know, these two are gonna, be having a story with each other. Which I necessarily necessarily don't think it's a bad thing. I think you keep Drew McIntyre away from the title picture for a while. And uh you uh you let him into this program uh with Jinder Mahal and then, you know, you could do this for for a month or two and then you have him in a in a story with somebody else. You necessarily just keep him away from the title picture for a minute. You know, who knows, maybe he gets uh drafted, you know, when the when the WWE draft happens again. I believe they said it happens in September. Who knows, maybe he gets drafted to Smackdown. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Um Nikki Cross defeated Naomi, Asuka Bliss and Bliss via pinfall. All right. Uh Ricochet defeated John Morrison. Um <laughs> This was a very good match. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This was very, very good, and was ha- it was I was uh, I was happy to see Ricochet get the victory over Morrison. You know, um, it's been a while since Ricochet has really had any leg- legitimacy to his name, and he he finally got it. He finally got it, people. And I was I was stoked. I was happy as hell to see it. Um, like I said, it was a very good match. Very great match. Um, And then Matt Riddle came out to help Ricochet, and uh, he basically put The Miz on his back, but he was still in the wheelchair. And then he was throwing his feet in the air, and Riddle put put himself on the floor and just copied The Miz and distracted Morrison, and we know the rest of the story. So (laughs) it was a funny moment, great moment, and uh, can't wait to see these guys in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia. It was a very good match. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you're in there with a 10 plus year veteran. And Natalia, Rhea Ripley's, uh, she's not too young to the game, but she ain't too old. So, you know, it, it was good to get her in the ring with, with Natalia and, you know, them get their shit in and they work, work their asses off. And then Charlotte attacked Rhea after, after the match. So, uh, it's good. It was good. Um,. And then to end to end Monday Night Raw, you had Lashley and um, MVP. They ended the show. The pro, you know MVP was like, "Hey, we we got the girls, we got we get drinks, we do whatever we want to do." But the promo and the way Bobby Lashley ended the show was the best way you could have ended Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. And I ain't bsing, and I'm not bs and people. It was amazing. You know, his promo saying he's going to hurt, hurt Kofi. He's going to end Kofi Kingston. You know, and saying he don't care no more about the girls. He don't care nobody, nothing about the party, none of that. He wants to dominate everybody in his way. And I love it. I want it and I love it. That that don't sound too right. <laughs> that don't sound too good. But yeah, it was good. Now I don't think this... This means that Hurt Business is done for good. I truly don't believe that. And I hope, I truly hope this doesn't mean that the Hurt Business is done for good because, you know, I think they're still leaving a lot on the plate. They're still leaving a lot a lot on the platter, you know. And uh, I believe these guys, they can continue to do bigger and greater things. So, man, I hope this, is the, this isn't the end for the uh, Hurt Business. Um, but, you know, they got rid of Shelton and Cedric. Who knows? It might just be Bobby Lashley. Like truly, who knows, people? So, uh, well, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, people. Um, also, Sheamus defeated Humberto Carrillo via pinfall. Um, and then after the match, Sheamus was uh beating on Humberto, but uh Damian Priest made the save, so we might be getting a Damian Priest versus Sheamus United States Championship match. And the title was on the line. I believe I might be incorrect. Um, Ivar defeated AJ Styles and almost defeated Eric. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened on Monday Night Raw. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Monday Night Raw wasn't as bad as everybody made it to seem. I'm not going to lie to you guys it really really felt like a very positive and good show going into going into uh <clears throat> the end of the Thunderdome the end of the Thunderdome um it truly was it truly was very very good it felt like kind of a, a direction the direction WWE will be going in now it's very very positive from from me, you know. Um, I I liked how they how they just kind of mixed it up. It wasn't the same old BS, you know. And you know, you, you know, Bobby Lashley and MVP being one of my MVPs for the Thunderdome pandemic area era. Um, for basically, it was like. It was kind of like ourselves in a way when Bobby Lashley was talking like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but it's because we're in a pandemic, you know, I can't, I can't really go out and be who I want to be, and then now that we're able to go out and stuff, we're like, all right, this, now we going to really show out." and that's what Bobby Lashley is kind of truly saying, like, yeah, all right, you know, the girls and the party and all that, that was cool, but you know what, let's go back how we used to be, if y'all recall, The hurt business was truly the hurt business. They never had girls around. They wasn't partying. It was all seriousness, and they gonna go back to that. They started starting uh, this Sunday at Money in the Bank. Um, yeah. So uh, I I like it. I like it, people. I like it. I'm excited. I'm excited for what I want to see this this new Bobby Lashley we're kind of going to be getting. If if you want to say he's, like, this new guy like, really? Uh, you know, when you look at Bobby Lashley, you're like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't messing with that dude. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm one of those people. Like, yeah, I see Bobby Lashley in the street. Yeah, all right, leave me alone, bro. You know? Um. But it's good. It's good. Alright, let's move on and let's uh let's move on to NXT, people. We're gonna move on to NXT. A lot of good things happened on Tuesday night. Um We had uh Kai defeat Ember Moon. It was a good physical match. A good physical match, a great way to op it was a pretty good way to open up uh NXT this past Tuesday Um, but there's something I want to talk about besides the match. Zia Lee came out, um, and, you know, as she was coming out, you know, she was walking down the ramp. She enters the ring. I guess Dakota Kai thought Zia Lee was coming for her. That, you know, Dakota kind of got in the way and Zia Lee's like, no, 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 I ain't here for you. Like you, you done nothing. I'm here for the champ, your best friend, and as Zia Lee, Raquel Gonzalez are trading words, and you know they're looking at each other. I see a face, and the I I see an expression, and the Kodakai's face that that I think we might be getting. The Kodakai versus Raquel Gonzalez very, very soon. I think Dakota Kai is gonna turn on Raquel. She's not gonna call through the championship. Because why why are you gonna turn on your best friend to then not not get championship gold? But, you know, she can have this feeling where Alright I'm I'm the I'm your best friend. Everybody keeps walking past me. To get a shot at your title. And where do I stand? I haven't been offered. An opportunity at your championship. And I want an opportunity. At your championship. And Raquel ain't going to take her seriously. So. What she's, what, what Dakota Kai is going to do. Only what Dakota Kai knows. And that is take out Raquel. Not take her out. Because you can't take out. Raquel Gonzalez, but she's gonna she's gonna prove a point. She's gonna make a statement, and possibly maybe at a takeover we get maybe in August. I believe we're getting a takeover, you know, for SummerSlam weekend, and we could get Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. I like it. Yeah, let's let's do it. <clears throat> That's so. When I seen when I seen that, cause I you know I seen the elite come out. I'm like, all right. Once she passed by Dakota Kai, I rewinded it because I was like, I need to see every every everything from beginning to the finish. I need to see the expression on Dakota Kai's face. I need to see it because I need to know. I need to know where we're going from here. And if Dakota's still gonna be loyal to her friend. Because her friend has held the championship for a few months already. And you know, at first, I said, no, leave them together. But at this point, it wouldn't bother me if Dakota got sick of it. And then, um, did something, or, maybe Raquel's the one to turn, you know, she gets sick of, sick of her friend's antics, you know, and she, uh, she basically disowns her, and then we, we do something like that, I mean, you go so many ways, people, you go so many ways with the Kodakai and Raquel Gonzalez rivalry, it, it'd be real good. It'd be real good to see. Um, Cameron Grimes as a butler is great. Every segment that Cameron Grimes was on as the butler for LA Night, I was just loving every single moment of it. Like, I wanted to break out dying of laughter of people. I'm like I'm watching this and I'm just like oh my god I every people every single moment <laughs> especially when he's like he pays the kid he while well, he's trying to pay the kid cuz he's like I forgot I'm a millionaire <laughs> right and and oh my god LA Knight is pissed and he's not having it and then, um, you know, he smacks, L.A. Knight smacks the money out of Cameron Grimes' hands, hits the floor. Cameron Grimes is like, well, I'm pick up my money. And L.A. Knight's like, no, you're not. So L.A. Knight goes to pick it up. And L.A. Knight's like, how about you do something, you clean or do whatever. And uh, Cameron, Cameron Grimes just like, <laughs> hint, hint by accident, if you want to say. But pushes uh, LA Knight into the pool. People, great shit. This is great shit. This would go somewhere. I mean, if this continues, might get a third match between the two. Which wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. But I love how they're not putting a third match right away. They're waiting. They are waiting for the right moment. You know? Let's, they're like, let's work this Butler gimmick out. And then LA Knight gets tired. Let's say he attacks Cameron Grimes. Or, uh, Cameron Grimes attacks LA Knight. And, you know, you know we, we get the third match, right? Um, you definitely don't have to do it right away. You don't have to do it in July. You really don't have to do it in August. You can let this play out as long as you want. Now, once you get the third month, fourth month mark, I think it's way too you know, way too much, but, uh, all right, let's say this, LA Knights defending, uh, the million dollar championship, and then Cameron Grimes comes to the ring with breaking, breaking news about something that happened in his house, like, "Look, look, 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 look what happened, right, or something like that, or they just show a video of, you know, or the referee, or maybe a ring for... Uh, one of the cameramen or something Go, goes, goes to LA Nate and whispers something in his ear. Something like that. People. This is great shit. Great shit. Um Escobar defeated Loomis. And after the match, you seen Hit Row come out... Um could we be getting Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott? I like it. I like a match between the two. I do. I think uh they could tear the house down and do much more than that. Hopefully. I mean you you got two factions. Why not do it? So hopefully we get hopefully we get there. Um, Sarai defeated Darlin. Rust defeated Fish, um, and then, uh, Kushida saved Fish from Diamond Mind, um, Hudson defeated Gyro, Samoa Joe and, uh, Pete Dunn come face to face again, don't know what the deal is with that uh, Bronson Reed and, um, Adam Cole, they come face to face, um, so there may be a program there, um, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see how these two work together, you know, you got the big man Bronson Reed, the colossal, versus Adam Cole, baby, you know, so it's gonna be interesting to see a program between those two men, and, uh, yeah, I think it would I think it would be good. I think it'd be good. Um Then you had the main event, you had uh Carrying Cross defeat, Johnny Gargano, and phenomenal match. Phenomenal match, people. But the match was not the story of the night. The story of the night was what happened after the match, which was Caring <sighs> Cross, Samoa Joe coming face to face It looks like you know whatever ain't nothing's going to happen. They said a few words, and then um as Joe's leaving the ring, cross attacks Samoa Joe, ladies and gentlemen puts him in a submission and as he as he's putting him putting Samoa Joe in the submission he he continues to say unless provoked Joe unless provoked Joe unless provoked Joe and uh it's uh it was good it was good. It was good, people. It was good. It was great. It was amazing. It had you invested because we all know what I've been saying for the past few weeks, ever since Samoa Joe made his return to NXT, that Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross were going to have a match. Now, where Pete Dunne falls into all of this, I do not know. Cause they keep showing Pete Dunne and Samoa Joe face to face. Maybe he's the like the first challenger for Samoa Joe. Who knows? But all I know is this is some good fucking shit. Also, I forgot to mention. It looks like Mandy Rose is gonna be on NXT from now on. Um, she appeared on NXT. Uh, there's rumors. That uh, there was a trade involved between Raw and and NXT, where Mandy Rose goes to NXT, and I guess Aaliyah would go to Raw or maybe SmackDown, who knows? But Aaliyah, she was on NXT this week, the same week Mandy Rose was on, and uh, Caden K- Carter and Casey Cotsanaro defeated Aaliyah and Kameya by pinfall. But at, here's the key thing, though, after the match. Aaliyah beat up Robert Stone. Um, you know, as, 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 uh, as she's beating him up, Frankie Monette comes out, convinced Kamea to, to, uh, to walk out on Robert Stone. And, uh, and then, you know, he finds the woman backstage and says, you know, what's going on? Come back with me. And basically he was told that, uh, that they're out they're out on him. Like they don't work for him no more that um they are run by new management people. Yeah. So uh yeah. That's what happened. I mean Mandy Rose on NXT, believe it or not, is great. Um I mean I don't think they need more women, but really, what is Mandy Rose doing on the main roster? Um kinda, you know, the same thing with Sonya DeVelle. I mean I think both women were we're doing great on SmackDown. This is this Raw magnet, you know. But it might have been the pandemic era as well, so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Raw's uh, ten times better than they've ever been since. God knows since when. <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Let's move on and let's talk about AEW Fighter Fest Night 1. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to talk about AEW Fighter Fest Night 1. All right. Um, It was a great show/slash pay-per-view. You had Moxley defeat Carl Anderson in a phenomenal match. A great way to open up. Great way to open up Wednesday night, you know AEW Fighter Fest Night One, great match. Um, but then after the match, Archer did um throw down a challenge for the title next week, and a Texas Death Match, which Moxley uh Moxley uh accepted. He accepted it, you know. So next week AEW Fighter Fest Night Two, we will be getting John Moxley versus. Uh, Lance Archer in a Texas death match for the IWGP United States Championship. So, uh... So, yeah. So, yeah. Um... We also, uh had Ricky Starks defeat Brian Cage with help from Team Taz. Pretty good match. Pretty good. Pretty uh pretty physical match. You know, I like Ricky Starks look real good in that ring. And uh you know I don't I don't I don't like to brag and say I told you so. But ladies and gentlemen, your boy the Mark Cologne told you so ladies and gentlemen. Last week I said right here Right here at my desk. And I said, Ricky Starks will beat Brian Cage for the FTW Championship. But not only will he beat him for the championship, he will have help from Team Tez because they will see that Brian Cage just isn't that dude. And that's just what happened. That's just what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Will Hobbs... Um, grabbed the grab the FTW championship from Ricky Starks as it looked like he was gonna use it, um, and then uh, there's this moment that Brian Cage was, I guess he missed, but if I'm if I'm correct, he missed Ricky Starks, so he's at the he's on the side like he's just hanging over on the side of the um the rope where uh where Will Hobbs where Will Hobbs was in Team Taz. And um, and the referees distracted, I believe, with Ricky Starks, and then uh, Will Hobbs hits, Will Hobbs hits, um, Brian Cage with the FCW Championship, uh, Ricky Stark Spears, uh, Brian Cage, and against the one, two, and three, and they are all smiles, people, except for Brian Cage. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I told you so. <laughs> uh, great promos from um, Alistair... Oh. Almost said it. Almost said Alistair Black. From Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. And then... Uh, Malachi Black shows up in the ring. And then guys duke it out until, you know, they got security... Producers, referees They all come out and uh, And hold the two men back I'm already invested Ladies and gentlemen I am already invested Into this match Into this This match we will get You know, and the fact that they haven't announced it For AEW Fighter Fest Fighter Fest Night 2 I really like it Because I'm hoping they're going to wait to AEW All Out to do this. Which I really do enjoy and I'm very happy for. Um, I think, you know, this is something you don't do right away. You let the tension keep building up, building up. You keep telling a story. And then right, right at that beautiful, perfect moment... All... Everything. Every single damn thing goes down. Um... But yeah, uh, so we had that. Um, uh, interesting. Adam Hangman Page, you know, um, <clears throat> Omega and the lead Don Callis, all them boys, uh, they show up. Um, Dark Order came to um, Adam, Hangman Page, uh, Adam Hangman Page's Adam Hangman Page's rescue as Kenny Omega was gonna hit Adam Hangman Page with the belt, with the AEW World Championship belt. From behind, Dark Order made the save. Um, They will have a 5-on-5 elimination match. If Paige wins, he gets a world title shot and the Dark Order get a tag team title opportunity. But if they lose, they will never get title opportunities. So, there's a lot at stake. I mean... I love it. There's a story to this one too. Used to be tag partners, now Kenny has his faction. Adam Hangman Page has his faction, and they these two guys just hate each other. Both factions hate each other, and uh, it's um, it's amazing. It's beautiful, and I cannot wait to see what happens when uh when we get uh this five on five elimination match um. I don't when we'll get it we'll see um I mean I wouldn't be surprised if this gets announced for AEW fighter fest night one cause I've, I I think it should I think it should get announced for AEW fighter fest night one and then you have the matches at AEW all out um but they might leave it for later down the line that way they don't fans have <clears throat> don't have to weigh, wait as long which isn't a bad thing either um um MJF and Sean Spears, they attacked Chris Jericho during an interview where uh MJF told Jericho that next week they will that he will face off against Sean Spears. But j Sean Spears can use use a chair, but Chris Jericho can't use a chair. So there you go. It's getting it started, people. It's getting started. We'll see how everything plans out. But Jericho's first opponent is Sean Spears, which this match obviously will be for AEW All Out, without without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Christian Cage defeated Matt Hardy. Pretty good match, you know, for these guys. You know, really uh, past their prime, believe it or not. But you know, they're in good enough shape that these two guys can still go. Um, it's not like they need a tag match, like if it was Sting or The Undertaker. Um, but the, you know, these guys can still rumble and tumble. Um, but they told, they told the story, you know, you, you heard the announcer saying, you know, this is 20 year, 23 years of this going on or whatever. And if really, if they wanted to really tell a uh, more in depth story, they, they could have been like, yeah, you know, Christian's, Christian's best friend. Christian's best friend took Matt Hardy's girl back in the day. You know, you you could have kept on, but obviously they can't. Um, but it was a good match. Um, they told the story. Um, and I'm not mad that Christian Cage won. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Um, obviously, the story's going to continue. At least they'll have one or two more matches. And they are going to be phenomenal. Um, we had. All right, so mural showed the debut of the new TNT title. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. I like it better than the other one, the last one. Um, <clears throat> I like it. I do. Um, and uh, looks pretty good. Looks like I said. I like it. So I got. I like it, people. <laughs> Um, Dr. Britt Baker's DM, DMD, her promo was fire in the ring. She was speaking facts on Vicky Guerrero saying, you know, that um the only reason she's relevant is because of her last name. We all know why. Rest in peace is So Eddie Guerrero. Um, so I like that they put that in there. And then her saying that Nyla Rose needs the AEW Women's Championship to be relevant. I was like, woo, Dr. Britt Baker DMD is on fire. Good lord, she was speaking, she was throwing out facts. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, people, this match, I'm not, I, I think it, uh Dr. Britt Baker, you know, Nyla and Vicky, you know, they could talk all they want, but I ain't too invested in them talking. But when Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, she grabs that microphone. Man, you got to sit down and you got to listen to every word she says. Because when she talks, she will have you listen. And you will be invested. Uh, Sammy Guevara defeated Wheeler Yuta. uh, Yuka Sakazaki defeated Penelope Ford. Pretty solid match, not bad. Um Sammy Guevara's was believe it or not, I I'ma say it. to me it felt like a squash match, but y'all yeah, might feel differently. Who knows? Who cares? Um Scorpio Sky and the Sting show up to help the their respective partners in the um in the coffin match between Darby Island and Ethan, all eagle page. Um you had this is awesome chance uh during the match and then uh Darby Allen defeated Ethan all Eagle Page and the coffin match but after the match Darby Allen got on top on top of the um turnbuckle and did a coffin drop on the coffin. That uh, which <laughs> it was great. Every everybody marked out people. It was just like like this is wrestling one on one people. Like he just this brother just did that. You know? I liked it. I liked it. It was a very good match. Very good, very good. Not very good, very great. It was a great way to end the show. Oh, it wasn't say night. Alright, now we move on to last night, which was the night of SmackDown, people. That's right. SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, was last night. And the crowds, the fans, ladies and gentlemen, they are back for good. Uh, Mr. McMahon opened up the show, you know, he comes out, and the fans are going crazy. Pat McAfee's like, the boss is here, you know. <laughs> and, uh, he comes out, you know, with, with his billion-dollar walk, and um, he he just stares at the crowd for a moment and grabs the microphone says, where the hell have y'all been? And w- bows and walks away. That's it. He's the boss. He's the chairman. He is Mr. McMahon. He is tr- a true... A true legend in this business. Uh, that's all, Mr. McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon has to do. Um. Then um, the opening match was after, which I tell you what, WWE did a great thing last night. After Mr. McMahon comes out, the they open the match. They opened the show with is Roman and the Usos versus Edge and the Mysterios. Great way to start it. Um, Roman and the Usos defeated Edge and the Mysterios. Then Edge takes out Roman. He did every he did what he's done to Jay, Jimmy, and Roman in the past. That's right. With that, with the pipe from the steel chair, <clears throat> puts in the cross It's Phenomenal. But he took out the Usos as well, and um, it was great. It it was great. You know, it was a f- great, pretty physical tag team match. You know, especially from Roman. Roman showed a side of him. That oh my goodness like he, he power bombed uh, Dominic Mysterio on the table. The table did not break and that brother was in pain. Um you had uh Edge, Edge looked good, Edge looked good. Um I, I seen a, a video that surfaced on Instagram from Simone Dynasty where uh Roman's like walking up the ramp or whatever. Well he's at the ramp, he's looking at the fans. And I guess they're like, you suck or whatever. And he, he just like, uh, oh, whatever. But as he's wa- as he's leaving, he raises his hand and sticks the middle finger up at the crowd. I'm like my the tribal chief is great. He's great. He is great. Um Seth Rollins does warn edge. He he says, you know, this isn't twenty fourteen anymore. You know, when I had my foot on your neck, I should have did, I should have ended it, ended it there, but I'll end it here. So, uh, looks like for sure we're getting set and edge very 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 soon. Um, for, hopefully for SummerSlam, Hopefully they don't push any further back. And then um, all the pops were great. You know, for the Mysterios, for the for the Usos, for Roman. Roman got, Roman got mixed mixed cheers. He got mixed cheers. But like I said earlier, when Edge's music hit, forget about it. The 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 crowd went crazy. The crowd really did go crazy. And uh it was great. It was great to hear. It was great to hear. Um Finn Balor, Finn Balor has returned to the blue brand and takes out Sami Zayn. This was great as well. Like the crowd popped for, for Finn as well. Like, <laughs> you know, and there you go. Oh, you know, it was just great. It was, it was great. It was great to see Finn back. You know, on the Blue Brand. I think you know, having him on NXT during the pandemic Thunderdome era was great. And um, the fact that we actually got a surprise on SmackDown early in the show was great. Um, I truly didn't think we we're gonna get any more su- surprises, other than that. And um, you know, it was good, good to see Finn. And I just, I hope this time WWE does right by him. Unlike last time, where they had, um, you know, yeah, he had won the Intercontinental Championship a few times and stuff like that, but never, never really exceeded more than that. So I hope this time around, he uh, he's able to do some. Some yeah, uh I hope so. I'm I'm rooting for Finn. Um, I mean I, I really wouldn't be surprised if they traded they end up um drafting him to the raw brand, to the red brand. That really wouldn't surprise me, but I'm just happy Finn Balor's back on the main roster. And man, it's gonna be good. Hopefully, we get the Demon King very soon. Hopefully. Um Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart, they, uh, they defeated, uh, Natalia and Tamina again, but due to a distraction slash brawl between Morgan, Liv Morgan, and Zelina Vega, um, so that was good, uh, we also had, uh, Bianca Belair defeat Natalia, sorry, wow, (laughs) We had Bianca Belair defeat Carmella to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship in a very good, very good match. Not too long of a match, but it was very, very good. Um, Carmella, she showed an aggressive side that I really haven't seen in a while or seen before. So it was good to see that from Carmella, you know, for her to show that she can really, she can pull this out, you know, and uh, Bianca Belair... um, Bianca Belair challenged her this morning on um, Smack. Uh, what is it? Talk is Smack or something. Whatever that show was called. Um, they uh, uh, Bianca Belair issued a challenge, a challenge to Carmella. So they're going to go at it again next Friday. So that's exciting. Then uh, Tony Storm uh, will make her debut next week on SmackDown. Um, Cesaro defeated Otis via DQ. I don't I don't get what the fuck is going on here. This is the point right here when Cesaro defeated Otis via DQ. You know, yeah, they took out Cesaro. Maybe they're gonna have a program between the two, I guess. But Cesaro just went from facing Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins to now downgrading all the way to to basically jobber type level. Um, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um. But whatever. Um, to be honest, I might be one of the few that's not feeling the Baron Corbin story. Um, I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of people are, and I get your points. I just, I don't know. I don't know. You know, same moving in with in laws, and daughter has to eat canned spaghetti and stuff like that. Like, okay, I, I, I get, I get it. Don't get me wrong, people, I get it. But I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I gotta see the result of all this, you know. Maybe he's playing a scam on people. Maybe he's, maybe he's not playing a scam. Maybe it's truly him, but maybe there's some way he gets himself involved in the Money in the Bank, right? Let's say he, maybe he screws Shinsuke Nakamura, like he attacks him or something, or gets into a car accident with his own car. He gets into the Money in the Bank. He wins it. And uh, he gives it to somebody else for money, maybe something like that, right? Um, who knows? Or maybe he just gets the money in the bank briefcase and cashes it in on someone. I don't. I don't know. I, make it, people. It makes no sense to me. Makes no sense. But hey, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, people. Um, Seth Rollins defeated Biggie Nakamura and Kevin Owens in a phenomenal main event. The crowd, well, I knew it. As soon as uh, Nakamura was going to come out, as soon as his thing, theme song was hitting, Rick Boogs started hitting that guitar. I was like, man, this crowd is going to sing Nakamura's song. and as, And they did. But it was a true, uh, truly a good main event, great main event. Kevin Owens jumping off the ladder on Nakamura was great. Then um, Seth Rollins and Big E finishing it, and Seth Rollins finishing Big E to win the match. It was good. It was good, it was, it was good people. Um, before I get into WWE Money in the Bank, let me give my predictions for AEW of Fest Night 2. That's right. There's only four matches now so far. I I wanna say there might be one more match or maybe two more matches announced, but who knows? As for right now, there's only four, which would be which would be John Moxley versus Lance Archer in the Texas death match. IWGP United States title. I'm gonna say John Moxley retains. Then the AEW women's title will be on the line. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose. I believe Britt Baker will retain her championship. You have, also have Orange Cassidy versus the blade. I believe the blade would defeat Orange Cassidy. And then you have Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears. Remember, Chris Jericho not Chris Jericho cannot use uh use the chair, but Sean Spears can. Um so I believe Chris Jericho defeats Sean Spears. Um yeah. And I mean the MJF might... Add another person to the match or a different stipulation. Who knows? So maybe Chris Jericho has to fight two, the same night two times. Who knows? We don't know yet. It ain't close to Wednesday yet. But it is close to Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. And we are about to talk about money in the bank. That's right. In Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, Texas. That's right. Kickoff starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. The main show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern time and what a card we have that's right oh but before i uh i continue on ladies and gentlemen i just want to say um davy boy smith was in a dark davy boy smith junior was in a dark match um before smackdown there's footage out there and they have video of him um after smackdown there's videos of him in a, doing an interview you know so it is confirmed he has been signed to WWE again, um, and I, I can't wait to see what, what what's in store and what's in plan for him, it's going to be exciting to see, <sighs> alright, um, alright people, here we go, hope y'all ready, I hope you guys are ready for what's in store, these predictions, I'm going to break it down as much as I can break it down for you guys, so let's get into it, this is Money in the Bank. Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, like I said, Money in the Bank pay-per-view is tomorrow. That's right, um... Okay, 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 Um, the kickoff... The kickoff will have the Usos versus the Mysterios for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. I have Jimmy and Jay Uso defeating the Mysterios to become the new SmackDown Tag Team champions. Um... And then in the main show, you you have uh, probably most likely going to be the main event will be Edge versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. I believe Roman Reigns will defeat Edge um, for the Universal title. And that the WWE Championship will be on the line. You got Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. I believe Bobby Lashley will retain his WWE Championship. Um, You know, there's there's rumors going to be surprises and stuff. So I wrote a list of people that could show up. You know, you got you got Becky Lynch, you got the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, John Cena, Randy Orton, Goldberg. Well, any of them return that money in the bank. I believe Becky Lynch will return that money in the bank. I believe uh maybe the Fiend. John Cena. No, I the Fiend I don't think will return that money in the bank. I'm gonna say Becky Lynch returns that money in the bank. John uh I'm not going to say John Cena won't return that money in the bank either. They might leave that for SmackDown. But I, I, I there's a possibility that Randy Orton could return that money in the bank. All right, so here's my other predictions. Men's money in the bank ladder match. You got Ricochet versus John Morrison versus Matt Riddle versus Drew McIntyre versus Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, Big E will be Mr. Money in the Bank. And my, 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 uh... You know, I always do, like, for the Royal Rumble and for the Money in the Bank, I do, uh... My Honorable Mention. Um, if it ain't Big E, I'm gonna say Nakamura, you know. that The only reason I say Nakamura is if, you know, somehow Baron Corbin takes on Nakamura, Baron Corbin's in the match. Then, uh... That's the way I would go. Um, um, You got Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. You got Oscar versus Naomi versus Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross versus Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega versus Natalia versus Tamina. I believe Zelina Vega is going to win the uh Women's Money in the Bank briefcase. But my honorable mention will be Liv Morgan. It's funny. They're both SmackDown superstars. But that's who I'm going to go with. And don't forget, just because a SmackDown or Raw person could win it, that doesn't mean they can't go to any brand. Yeah, they can go to Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Just in case you guys did not know. The Raw tag team titles will be on the line as well. AJ Styles and Ole will defend it against the Viking Raiders. I believe... Um, AJ Styles and Ole Miss will win. And then the Raw Women's Championship will be on the line as well. You have Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I believe Rhea Ripley retains and Becky Lynch returns to confront Rhea Ripley. Um, a few things I want to talk about. Big going to win the Money in the Bank briefcase. And if he does... He's not going to cash it in on Roman Reigns. He's going to cash it in on Bobby Lashley. I don't know if it will happen Sunday, but, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I know that for sure. Um, Edge versus Roman Reigns is going to be the match of the night, no doubt about it. The match of the night, the story, my goodness. Everything is revolved against this dream match between Edge and Roman Reigns. This is good. people, ladies and gentlemen, this is gonna be phenomenal. The only thing i w- i am hoping they try like they make it a no d q match or something. I mean they don't need to they really don't need to make it a no d q match, but these guys are gonna tear the house down they they will tear the house down people I truly believe it um what else what else what else what else what else what else, what else? um and the story that could be told if Big E were to win the men's money in the bank, briefcase, Case. Um, Becky, Becky Lynch returning, that would be phenomenal. Um, if Zelina Vega or Liv Morgan, if they win it, I don't look at them cashing it in on Aria Ripley since it has been announced that Bianca Belair will defend the championship against uh, against who is it? Uh, Carmella. Look, look for uh, Zelina or Liv Morgan to try and cash in that money in the bank briefcase uh, this Friday. Would it surprise me? But I, I don't think it'll be that quick. Either. Neither briefcases, you know. Um, but it just depends who wins. It really does. I mean, we could. Who knows, right? I mean, The Fiend can interfere in the Women's uh, Money in the Bank ladder match and cost Alexa Bliss the match. Randy Orton can interfere and cost Riddle the match. Ah, yeah, I didn't think about that. John Cena, to end Money in the Bank pay-per-view, can go face-to-face with Roman Reigns. And maybe Roman just takes him out. Um... Goldberg, I don't think, he's going to return. We already talked about Becky Lynch. The Fiend can return. And maybe confront Bobby Lashley. Or maybe he confronts Drew McIntyre. (laughs) The reason I'm not even mentioning Drew to win it is because Drew McIntyre will not win it. Because he's either going to have The Fiend up his ass... Which I don't think is gonna happen anytime soon. I think the thing will first Mahal, then then uh, then the Fiend. Um But Mahal, I think Jinder Mahal will 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 interfere, and Drew's just gonna be off his game. He won't he won't have it. All right. Uh, well, those are my predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, man. This is gonna be a hell of a pay per view. The first pay per view with fans back since WrestleMania. This is going to be amazing. Uh, I bet the sold-out crowd and all that good stuff. Can you, Guys, can you believe in 2021 we're actually getting Edge versus Roman Reigns? This isn't Edge versus Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. No, 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 no. This is the Rated R Superstar Edge challenging the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. You have Bobby Lashley the almighty bobby lashley versus kofi kingston for the wwe championship these are the two these are the two biggest matches and the reason the reason these are the two biggest matches is because of the men's and women's um money in the bank ladder matches the same thing goes with uh real ripley versus real ripley Versus um, Charlotte Flair is huge. I mean, enough people are expecting uh, Becky Lynch to return, so she might not do it till Monday night. But, ladies and gentlemen, I believe those are three biggest matches. Edge versus Roman Reigns. Nobody's catching in on either of them. That match, nobody's catching it in. Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. Depending if the match happens. if the match happens before Money in the Bank, then all right. But it's still gonna be a phenomenal match, people. And then Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, depending when on that one happens. I think they should open. I think they should open Money in the Bank with one of the ladder matches, um. And then in the middle, you can have uh, the men's. and then I would guess. I would guess he would do the WWE championship before the main event, but they might just do um I it wouldn't surprise me if they did the men's money in the bank before the main event. They do something I don't I don't know people. There's there, you can go so many ways. You can go so many ways ladies and gentlemen. But the match I'm looking most forward to and it's Edge versus Roman Reigns cuz that match is going to tell the, <laughs> the whole pay-per-view. We're ent- we're we are entering, ladies and gentlemen, a new era of pro wrestling. A new era where well fans back, this type of Roman Reigns, Edge back, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, uh, Becky Lynch returning, John Cena returning, Goldberg returning, Brock Lesnar eventually returning, which I got news on that, but I'm not gonna spill it on here. We're just gonna have to wait and see. I don't I ain't, I'm not gonna bother to do that. But people, it's amazing. It's gonna be Amazing, it's gonna be phenomenal, and I cannot wait for tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I thank you guys. Leave your comments, leave your likes, leave your shares. Uh, man, I can't wait to, to do this next week when we talk about what happened at Money in the Bank, what happened on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Fighter Fest Night 2, and so much more. Maybe more breaking news. Maybe we get. Return surprises. I did hear though, there's gonna be a few surprises um, for Money in the Bank. There will be a few surprises for Money in the Bank tomorrow night. So, look, 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 look forward to that. So, I, I definitely know there's gonna be a return or two. It just depends who, right? Or maybe something happens in a match, you know? Maybe we, we, uh, I, hell, I don't know. We thought nobody was gonna cash in on R- Rhea Ripley or Charlotte Flair, and somebody does cash in on Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. You know, some something like that, something like that. People, I mean, you know, maybe John Cena does show up, right? Um, maybe Seth Rollins um costs Edge a title opportunity. You know, any people, anything. And, I mean, think about that, right? You get Roman Reigns versus John Cena at SummerSlam. You're getting Edge versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. After that, you got to think if the next challenger is, it has to be, and will be, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Yeah, you have to. You have to and then maybe down the line Brock Lesnar comes back for either Bobby Lashley or Roman Reigns if not if it doesn't happen at SummerSlam it's ha- got to happen at Royal Rumble and hey hell, yeah, who knows maybe maybe Brock Lesnar's going to return tomorrow that would be huge could you imagine Brock Lesnar returning after Roman Reigns defeated Edge or returning after uh Bobby Lashley defeats Kofi Kingston. It'd be phenomenal, people. But enough chit chat, guys. Uh, to I, ladies and gentlemen, man, I got I got y'all next week. Man, I'm be I'm be tweeting, I'm be Facebooking, I'm be Instagram and everything. Starting tonight though, because tonight is the NBA Finals game five bucks versus sons. For all my basketball fans out there listening to the uh wrestling podcast. But if not Y'all, I'll see y'all tomorrow night when, when we got money in the bank hitting off. Don't forget, Impact has a slam anniversary tonight. I will not be watching it. You guys know I'm a married man. I'm a father. I just have so much limited time. So, much. So I, you know, I just stick to my WWE and my AEW. That's it. But um, I definitely do check the results every now and then. And they're always great. So uh ladies and gentlemen, go check that out. Go check Slim Reversary out if you ain't a basketball fan. But if you are a basketball fan, go check out check out the NBA finals. And if you're if you don't want if you're not an impact fan or a basketball fan, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night you better check out the fucking money in the bank pay pay per view tomorrow night starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Ladies ladies and gentlemen. Um, Just in case, because a lot of of times when they do their posters, they put 8 p.m., but it's really at 7 p.m. and kickoff is at 6. Just in case, check that out. Check check on at 6 o'clock. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Husband, Father, 3, 2, 1, Podcaster. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.